Today's episode is an interview that I did with Malia Diana, and we are going to be diving into where to find our identity. And I found myself at one point in time wrapped up in my nursing career, and that's where I found my identity. So I think you will be able to relate to this. And also we're going to talk about what a vertical relationship is and why is it important. And Malia is going to be diving into how she has transitioned from working in the healthcare space to building a business online and following her calling. She is going to talk about building a relationship with God and how you hear from him. And so I hope you enjoy today's episode. There is tons of value here and I really hope that God speaks to you and you know that you have been placed here for a reason. Enjoy today's show. Welcome back to the Passive Income Nurse Podcast, where as healthcare professionals, we create passive income online. We're trading in our scrubs for yoga pants, we're thinking outside of the box, aka the hospital, and we're figuring out how to make money online. And just in case you were wondering, yes, we are professionals, but we were raised on Tupac, so we making changes. (laughs) Yep, you heard that right. Hey, I'm Brianne Bell, registered nurse, health, wellness, and passive income advocate. Join me on this journey of breaking free from the hospital and taking control of your schedule to reconnecting with what matters most in life, to surrendering and letting Jesus take the will. Pop in your earbuds and get ready to be inspired to grow outside of the hospital walls and learn all kinds of different ways you can make money online. Welcome back to the show, my friends. I have a special guest on the podcast today. Her name is Melina Diana, and you guys, she is a faith-based international best-selling author. She is a certified Christian counselor, an award-winning contributing writer, a speaker, a personal trainer. She has a podcast as well called The Vertical Relationships, and she is a relationship and dating coach that specializes in inner healing and transformation. So I'm super excited to have her on the podcast today. We're going to dive into what is a vertical relationship and why is it important? And we're also going to talk about her journey in Christ, how it's transformed her life, her relationships, and her business. So welcome, Alina. So excited to have you on the show. If you could just tell us a little bit about yourself and like just, I'm excited to dive in with you today. So if you'll just open up and tell us a little bit about yourself. Yes. Thank you so much for having me y'all. Hi, I'm Malia. I just want to say thank you so much for having me. I am a wife, a mother. I also have to say that I'm a wife of a disabled veteran. So this last past year and a half has been quite a transformation on my journey with that and and looking, you know, into the marriage, all those things. But really, I have to say, like, I am just all for your relationship with God. I love the healing aspect of it. I think I came from really, it took me years to really follow him completely. It was a really, really toxic relationship that I had to get serious about my walk with, with the Lord. And that's kind of the transformation that he's done in me with the healing aspect of it. And now being able to 
share that with others. And obviously with my podcast, The Vertical Relationship Show, the book, everything is based off of him and looking at him first and coming to him first because we can't do this alone and we need him with everything in our lives. And that's what I'm really all about. Yes. And I, I must say, like, I really feel like there's so much power in our story. And I think that there is purpose in everything. And so as we walk through hard things, we really have to look at them as a learning experience and something that is actually going to grow our relationship with God, um, not push us away further, because I feel like there is purpose in everything. And he wants us to use our story to share with others so you can inspire them and, and give them hope and really let someone see from the outside, like this has changed her life. This is something that I need to get serious about. So I'm all about stories and just sharing the journey because I really feel like there's a lot of connection that can be made within our stories. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you could just tell us like, what is a vertical relationship and why is it important? Okay. So a vertical relationship, and that was given to me from the Lord, right? It's, it's the up and down experience. So in order to be right vertically, which is with our Abba father, right? Through Jesus, we have to come to him. We have to learn that he's first in our lives and that's where it starts and that's where it ends. So when I was doing, you know, trying to say, okay, God, like, where do you want me to go? My business? Like I knew he was telling me to leave my current job and I was ignoring it for so long just because of everything going on with my husband and having to keep uh, this family afloat. I kind of ignored that calling for a long time. So, and I know we'll get into that, but <laughs> that vertical relationship is it's, it's coming to him first. If our relationships aren't right vertically, they're not going to be right horizontally. And I want everybody to understand that first, because I was so lost in the enemy's wicked ways and the world's thoughts and following the world, or I was totally lost. And I think that's like everybody, right? There's so many voices like screaming at us to do it this way, do it that way. And we're lost. Like we're all looking for something and God made us relational for a reason. And this is why I'm, you know, I'm all about this because that's, we need him first. Yes. I love that visual of that vertical because Mm -hmm. it really, it's true. We have to put God first. And a lot of times we get this backwards. It should be God, family, and then your business. And so a lot of times we get this backwards and we wonder why things don't work out because we're not prioritizing who comes first. And that's that relationship with God, because if you're not intentional about it, then, and it's what like, with every relationship, you have to have that intentionality and take the time to invest in that relationship for, for you to be able to hear from him, or even know that when he's speaking to you, that that is truly from him. And so I just love the visual of the vertical and then the horizontal relationship and, um, you know, how you just kind of describe that. It's so important. So important. It is. It is. And I could resonate what you just said now of of hearing from him and all that. And I'm actually developing a course for this because it's so important. Like everybody wants to hear from him. They want to do this. They want to do that, but they don't want to do the work behind of what it takes to actually get close to him. Yep. And that's what he has shown me. He's like, okay, you need to teach these people, you know, with a course to, Hey, let's get back right with me first. And that's where it starts. 
Yeah. And I think so many people and even just in today's culture mm-hmm. are tied up in an identity crisis almost, right? So like so many people are looking for something outside of their self yeah. or they're struggling with this identity issue or this identity problem because they're, they're missing that piece. They're missing that relationship with God and they're lost. And until you get that right, I don't feel that you'll ever be, you know, you'll never be fulfilled. You'll never feel like you're walking in your calling. You never will feel like you have a purpose and you'll continue to look for something outside of yourself. And until you grow your relationship with God, you're never going to find it. It's always going to feel like a struggle. And that's the big part here. And I love that you're doing a course on that because so many people, they want the tactical part. They they're like, tell me what to do and I'll do it. And this really goes back to, this is some inner work. And so you really have to focus inward and be intentional about building that relationship with God. And then everything will flow from there. It's not just hustling and doing the work and being ambitious and doing all the things. It's really getting grounded in our relationship with God. Yep. And you just had a, I just had a confirmation moment, like a God wink. That's my first module is identity crisis. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I just, that was like a little God wink, like, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, That, and that's, yeah. And that's exactly where I was. And that's why it's so important to me because I was that lost, that Mm -hmm. lost Christian, you know, I was calling myself a Christian running around doing the party thing and then sleeping with with my boyfriend and then going to church on Sunday service. Like Mm -hmm. it's more than a Sunday service. And I didn't really get that. It really didn't grasp until I started really coming to his feet and really spending time with him and hearing him and hearing him. I had that, that prophetic gift that whole time. That was like one of my first episodes. It's like, I was, I had that gift where like I could hear and see like but it was kind of the enemy too. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know like oh the God, discernment. <laughs> yes, exactly. That discernment. And I was like, oh, okay, now I understand. But again, it wasn't until I came to him, really spent time with him. I mean, that's all he wants. Yep. Just that's all he wants. And every, yep. you know, and that's what I say in my, even in my book, it is about a relationship and not a religion. Yes. And I love that you brought up being a Christian and going to church on Sunday because I feel like a lot of people, they look at, they're like, okay, I need to go to church on Sunday to be a good Christian. And it's like, anytime that gets brought up in conversation, my point that I always like to make is God, he wants, he wants to hang out with you every day, not just on Sundays. Like just because you go to church on Sunday does not make you a good Christian. And I really feel like people who do just go to church on Sunday and don't really live out the characteristics of God Mm -hmm. and have that relationship with him outside of church, that's what gives Christians, that gives people the wrong idea about being a Christian is because they look at this person that's going to church on Sunday and then outside of church Monday through Saturday, they are doing things that are, that don't really reflect Christ. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so people get this twisted, muddied version of what it means to be a Christian. And so I'm always like, to be a Christian is to have a relationship with him and to just embody those characteristics of him being this loving, kind, passionate, patient, 
person and you really trying your best every day to be a good person and to walk out those, those things that are Christ-like. And so I love that you mentioned just, it's not about going to church on Sunday. Like it's really about like having a relationship with him and being intentional every single day (laughs) and making an effort to show up as your best self and to connect and really be open to receiving. And so you have to really get that piece right too, because you're going to miss a lot of the the stuff that he's trying to tell you if you're not open to receiving. So like if you're stuck in your ways, he may be trying to show you something, but you're not going to see it. You're not going to hear it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it's going to continue to be this continuous cycle of issues that, that you have go on throughout your life. So. Absolutely. And that's, you know, that goes back to, we can't just be hearers of the word. We need to be doers of the Mm -hmm. word and our actions. I always say like actions and words, like it has to be lined up. It's biblical also. Yeah. Biblical. And it's not, I mean, everybody, that's one of the things in my books that anybody can call themselves a Christian, but what are you doing? You know, because people are looking at you and I want to represent Christ. He's my father. Mm-hmm. If I know that I don't want, it's like, I don't want to disappoint him. Like I know how much that would hurt him. Mm-hmm. When before, when I was like, oh, whatever, I was just doing me that like do me mentality that yeah. the world gives, you know, yes, we, we all have free will and there's sin and there's all these things going on. But when you come to know him and know how he speaks to us yeah. and he's showing us because you have to have those blinded eyes open to hear from him, from, to see from him. Mm-hmm. And when you start feeling that and when he starts showing you that, you don't want to disappoint him. You no. And then you have that conviction too, you know, right. Like, you, you do something and you're like, Ooh, yeah, you're aware. And I yes. think that is a big, big part of it. It's just being yep. aware that he's talking to you and he wants that close relationship with you. And that mm-hmm. when you do something that is simple, that you are convicted. And I mean, it's a, it's a journey. It will always be a journey and it will, you know, you'll never, I mean, we're not perfect. You know, we're, we're always going to strive to be better, but it's just that intentionality behind it. I think yep. is the most important piece. So I do want you to talk a little bit about how this journey to understanding your identity in Christ. And can you speak to us on how it's transformed your life, your relationships, and also your business? Yeah. So I, if you didn't know before, like I know you mentioned I was a personal trainer. Yeah. I've been a certified personal trainer. I've been in the medical and fitness field, physical therapy assistant. And I love that part. Like I love helping people. And I think the Lord is kind of showing me and prepping me for what I'm doing now because working with people, especially with physical therapy and injuries and chronic pain, there's a lot of pain behind people. And it's not just physical, it's emotional, it's spiritual. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten the last few years, I really got strong in my faith and talked about Jesus. And a lot of people are very open to it. So, you know, I always obviously went from what the Holy Spirit was telling me, but as I mentioned earlier, I felt God was telling me to quit. It's like, oh man. <laughs> Like I loved what I did because it was, it was, a, you know, I'm like, oh, I loved, I love helping people. I loved what I was doing, but I knew he had more for me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's funny when I, when I got engaged to my husband, I told him this like five years ago, I said, I feel like I meant for more, but I just don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. He's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, I just, I don't know. I can't wrap my mind around it. And here I am five, six years later. <laughs> 
but so COVID hit and that was, that was it. That was him saying, Malia, like, this is what you're going to do now. And yes. I really started praying, okay, God, what does this look like? How do you want me to do this? Cause I don't want to do it the world's way. I want to do it your way. Yeah. And I got, you could get really wrapped up into everybody selling their stuff and coaches and all that are great, but you still, what I learned in that, cause I did hire a coach to help me with start my modules and all that, but I still had to go back to what was God telling me to do. Mm -hmm. So those are great and everything. But again, I was like, I want to do it your way where I could glorify you and help people. So this year and a half has been a whole transition of getting my book out. My book out was, you know, he told me years ago to start writing this book. Uh, I had a dream about it. He pointed me to scripture about it. So he was confirming it for me because I was like, who am I to write a book? Like, Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> me? But you know, the funny thing is, is I used to love writing when I was young. I even went to college courses and tried to become a writer and it just was like alienated topics that didn't, it didn't resonate with me. And I wasn't safe back then. Like I wasn't ready then. He mm -hmm. had to do all this work in me. And I think prepare me, like I said, for working with these clients, working with these patients for understanding, for more compassion, for more empathy. Because when I first started off in this field, it was, I was selfish. I got mad if somebody didn't do their homework, mm -hmm. you know, and he was showing like, yeah. this is not about you, but yeah. it, it did. It re he really, really, you know, and I went through a lot of chronic pain myself. And I think he did that because he wanted me to have that compassionate empathy of what people are feeling. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, so he transitioned me. That's when I started becoming a, a certified counselor. I started uh, coaching women, how to kind of release those soul barriers that are stored in your soul and to do those internal healing with God. And mm -hmm. I, cause I want them to have those thriving relationships and it's not just with others, but with themselves, but mostly God. Yeah. And that's the basis of, you know, where he's leading me. Yeah. And then I'm doing, I'm sorry, but I'm doing all this. And then he's telling me now I want you to podcast. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Gosh. You're like, what? <laughs> I know. And you know what? And that's okay. Like I kind of fought it and he kept stuffing it in my face. Yeah. I like, yeah. Okay. Well, I think the cool thing about everything, and I kind of see myself in your story as well, as far as when COVID happened, I was just brought to a place where I had to, I had to put my business where it was supposed to be because mm -hmm. my kids were home and they're, they're my priority. So I really had to focus and just kind of take some time off. Like I even took like a five month break off of social media just to focus on my kids because they were home. I was having to homeschool them and it was just, it was super stressful. So during that time, I was like you, I'm like, okay, like, what do you want me to do? Where do I need to go? What direction? Like lead me, guide me, show me the way. Mm -hmm. And so I had had this idea of podcasting prior to this. And I was just at a point where it was like, there's no way that I can fit this into my business, my life and all the things like it would just be overload. And so when COVID happened, that kind of slowed everything down. I focused on my kids. And when my oldest, my youngest transitioned back into school before my oldest did, he wanted to stay home, which was fine. I had already committed staying home and um, working with him and, and doing the virtual thing. So we did that. And then February of this year, he transitioned back in. So at that time I was like, okay, I have this calling or this podcast that's been on my heart. Okay. I'm going to do it. And so 
I started down the journey. Stephanie Gass, we're both uh, a part of her group and we've taken her course on podcasting and she's awesome and all the things, but I did, I did the whole course with this podcast name in mind, this, you know, these topics that I was going to talk about. And then I had a clarity call with her, which she's amazing at, um, which I'm sure you can vouch for, but she really helped redirect me and show me like, okay, this is what you're telling me. This is the direction you need to go. And so it kind of course changed. And I really think God had his hands in all of that because I mean, it even goes down to like a name that I had picked out. And when I had researched it, it wasn't trademarked. And then like, when we did our clarity call, we looked it up and it had been trademarked, like within like a couple of months, it had been trademarked. And I'm like, that was a sign from God. It's like, okay, close that door. This is the direction I want you to go. And so here I am the passive income nurse podcast, where as before I was just going to be focusing on like lifestyle stuff where now I'm just, my mission is to help nurses really be able to create a passive income and really take control of their schedule. Um, so they can focus on what matters most in life and really just reignite that passion and all of that. So I really see myself in your story with the COVID and just being redirected and just listening to him and just following and really letting him be the CEO of our businesses. Yes. So yes, girl. Amen. <laughs> amen. <laughs> yeah. And I think like what you said, if those confirmations, like you just gave me the confirmation when we first hopped on here. I yeah. The crisis. I was yes. Like, that's and I, that's one thing that like I hold on to when he keeps confirming things. Yeah, I journal it and I go back mm -hmm. and I journal it. And I look back and I'm like, oh, I wrote this three months ago. Yeah, I overlooked it. Yeah, so those confirmations are amazing. Yeah, and it's what's really cool is actually my devotional that I read this morning was five questions to know if we're hearing from God, and mm -hmm. one of them was and I journaled this so that I'm reading it to you. So it's. Uh, is what I'm hearing confirmed through messages at church or in my quiet times? And it said, when we invest in spending time alone with God, he will speak to us, listen for his voice, and then look for the message to be confirmed, like in a sermon, a Bible study, a speaker's topic, a conversation with a friend. And mm -hmm. so really, that's where you look for your confirmation. You know, you have to be open to hearing from him. So that's yep. cool. Yep. Yep. It's those eyes and ears that I'm talking about too, but I don't want people to like go search for it. And I think sometimes no. we get that could sometimes getting in the way, but it'll just come. It'll yeah. come. It'll come. Yeah. The message will come and we'll do it through a TV commercial. He'll do it through a song. Uh -huh. He'll do it through you, a person, a circumstance. So yes. he speaks. Yes. Absolutely. Just be open to listening. Yeah. So I do want to dive in and talk about your book, Vertical Relationship, The Four Steps to Salvation and Getting Right with God. And what prompted you to write this book? So <laughs> I went through a really, really tough year of the Lord called me. This, this is actually the story is in my book of him telling me to do something I didn't want to do. Mm -hmm. and it involved family members and my son and all that. And it was probably the most treacherous year of my life. Um, I have a podcast episode about it, but during that time I was ripped. I was told to leave my job currently. And I, I obeyed that. Um, I got hurt. So I was physically down. Mm -hmm. uh, I was told also to leave, go back, go back, move back to Virginia. And that was something I did not want to do because I'm <laughs> currently in Florida 
and there would be this whole thing. I mean, it's, it, it was court battles. It was, I was mocked in court for my faith, but it was the biggest test of faith for him because I knew what he was telling me to do. And I didn't mm. understand why, but I did what I did. So during that time, it, that's was like, what am I to do God? You know, and I couldn't do anything, you know, cause fitness was a big part of my life. I couldn't release those, those, you know, and get that release. He had to literally lay me flat on my feet. And that's when I really started calling out to him. Okay, what, what am I supposed to do now? Like, I, I'm following you. I'm obeying you. What now? Mm-hmm. And that's where I got write a book, write a book. And I'm like, okay. You know, and I, I just, know I, just I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know what? I just said, okay, I'm just going to start. Yeah. Now this was five years ago. So I started writing, 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 then finding an editor, finding a publisher, all those things come into play. And when COVID hit also this book, yeah, I was trying to still get the design out, trying to still get the, you know, find my publisher. And there's a lot of things that happened to me that the enemy threw at me, even trying to get this book out because mm-hmm. <laughs> he knew it was going to help people. Yeah. But that's really, I mean, and that's everybody said, how did you push through that? And I said, because I held on to what he told me. Mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody could tell you that but him. Yeah. And I held on to that. And that's how I pushed through and got this book out. Yeah. And you just know in your heart, right? So yeah. when you, when you know the truth and you, and you know that that's been placed on your heart for a purpose, then that is, that's your why. Like everybody mm-hmm. talks about, you know, your why, know your why. And when you know God and you are open to receiving and really listening and feeling what he has placed on your heart, mm-hmm. that's your why. And nothing is going to stop you. I know. <laughs> so many things can get in the way, but you, and you know what? It's like, I think this is in our minds. Like we know we have something on our heart. Okay. We want to do it. And then a lot of people get caught up in the timing. Mm-hmm. And so whether you're trying to build a business, you know, you're trying to create this passive income, you're trying to get out of a job that you hate, you're trying to do these things, you know, that this thing has been placed on your heart you really have to surrender that to him and trust his timing. And so when it comes to things, we're often, we want that instant gratification and that's the world's way. We want it to happen today. We want it to happen yesterday. We want to be quote unquote successful and all of the things, but the piece that we're missing is just saying, okay, God, I know this has been placed here for a purpose. I know that it's here. It won't go away. It's been here. I know it's from you. I trust you with it. And I surrender it to you. I surrender the timing to you. You pray on it. And then as you pray, you move your feet, right? So you can't just be stagnant. Like you have to do something. Like you said, I knew this book was on my heart. And then I just started. I did it. So you took action. And I think that's a big part to just kind of highlight too, is that if you have something on your heart, it's your responsibility to do something with it. You have to take action on it because when you don't take action and it sits stagnant, that's not you obeying. That's not you walking in your purpose. That's not you following your calling that God has placed on your heart. You have to really do something with it. Absolutely. So I love, love, love uh, what you say about God wants you to have a more than a standard worldly thought. He wants you to know his truth to heal your soul. And this really is just that, that piece of just having that, that soul, you know, your soul is healed. 
you're you're fulfilled you can have that that joy that i think everybody is looking for is just to experience happiness and joy and it's found in his truth and so i love what you're doing I think your book on vertical relationships is awesome for someone that's looking to, I'm lost. What do I do? And how Mm -hmm. do I do this? And so you really give practical steps on getting right with God and why it's important. Things to look for when you're trying to defeat that complacency of the worldly ways. You talk about ways that the enemy is going to come at you. And just, I love that you've put that out into the world. And I think it's going to make an impact and just change so many lives and as well as your podcast. All right, y'all. Thank you for listening. You could find more and learn more on maliadiana.com. You could also find me on the Vertical Relationship Show. That is on my website, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all those platforms. Listen, binge listen. Mm-hmm. I have also some freebies on my website. I have a faith ebook on what is a vertical relationship. I also have a checklist on there, nine ways to get closer to God. So go check those out. And if y'all need anything, just reach out. Awesome. Thank you, Malia. And I will link up all of the links in the show notes so they can reach out and grab all of your freebies and connect with you and binge listen over on the Vertical Relationship Show. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hey, real quick before you go, if you enjoyed today's show, make sure you go over to Apple iTunes and hit subscribe. This way you'll get notified when all of the new episodes air. And if you've been listening to the show and you know some other friends or coworkers that may enjoy it, or you just want to say thank you, be sure to take a screenshot and share it over on the gram, post it up in your stories, and tag me at Brianne, it's B-R-I-A-N-N-E underscore Bell, B-E-L-L. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I'm so grateful for you guys. Until next time. Make sure you subscribe and leave a review.